sharing earlier that we're going to read from the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 29. And uh, last week, Prophetess Yvonne was, was, was bringing forth the message, and, and her message was on repentance. And it just so happened that, and it's not just so happened, but, but when I was reading, I had read earlier in Second Chronicles, and I'm going to share some of these things, how there was a time of repentance well, we all had to come to God and repent of our sins. And I was sharing with, with Apostle Michael that, that uh, I was sharing with him how King Hezekiah, he called the, the priests and the Levites to, 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 to uh, sanctify themselves. You see, he's talking about the body of Christ. He's talking about the church. Amen? He's talking about the church, how we... We are all called priests and, 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 and uh, kings and priests in the kingdom of God. How we have to sanctify ourselves and repent before God. Amen? So I, want, I, want, I just wanted to share that with you. And then when I, when I brought that to him, he said, hey, well, bring that up forth. Well, here it is. In Second Chronicles chapter 29, I'm going to start verse 1. And we're going to read this whole chapter. And when I read this, this is what the Lord is, is showing me. Okay? So... My prayer is, Father, I pray Psalms 119, verse 18, over those on the live stream and those here this evening, that, Lord, you would open up our eyes, that we would see wonderful works in your law. Lord, not only our eyes, but our ears, that we would hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. In Jesus' name, and all God's saints say, Amen. Amen. Verse 1, it says, Hezekiah became king when he was 25 years old, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that the father David had done. I want to share something real quick there, that every day, saints, is a new day. Every day is a new day. God gives us a new beginning. We're in a new year, a new beginning. And every day we have a choice to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Every day. God is still looking. He's, he's in heaven and he's looking down on his children and he's seeing what we are doing. We have a choice to do what is right in his eyes or not. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. Then he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them in the east square and said to them, Hear me, Levites, now sanctify yourselves, sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers, and carry out the rubbish from the holy place. How many of us know that God is not interested in a building? If Genesis upper room... And, and, I'm, and I'm saying we are going to get blessed. We are going to have our own standalone building. But when Genesis Upper Room leaves this building, the presence of God is not going to be here. They could tear this building down. The Spirit of God dwells within us. So what the Lord is saying, he's telling us to, to open the doors of the, of, the, of the sanctuary. This is what he says, the house of the Lord. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Every one of us here is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We carry the glory of God. Amen. Amen. He says, uh, and, and he says, he tells the priest and gather them in the east square. And he said to them, 
to your, sanctify yourselves. This is what the Lord's saying today. It's, this is a, a year of consecration. It's not by chance Apostle Michael is, is sharing, uh, sharing about consecration. Pastor, uh, what's her name, Monica, she wrote a book on consecration. We have to consecrate ourselves because there's going to be an influx of people turning to the Lord. The prophets are saying that there's going to be a, a, a great revival, and we need to prepare ourselves to prepare our hearts for this influx so that we can minister unto them. And, and build them up and bring them to the knowledge of God so they can experience the, the first time the presence of God, the, the, uh, that they could have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. So we're called to sanctify ourselves, to clear the rubbish. In another translation, it says the filth. In the King James Version, it says the filth. You know, and, and saints, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not calling names because like Apostle David says, I got four fingers pointing at me. But we, 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 get, we get dirty in this world. Amen? And there's, there's stuff that we need to just clear out. And that's where confession comes in, when we confess to the Lord. And 1 John chapter, uh, 1 John 1, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, if brother, if you got that up on your screen. If not, I, can, I got it right here. But in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6, it says, If we say we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie, and do not practice the truth. Thank you, brother. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all our sin. Hallelujah, Hallelujah saints. It doesn't matter what degree you think that sin is, whether it's a big major sin or, or something as small as taking a pencil, stealing a pencil. It, the, it's sin is sin. And God says that when we confess our sins, he says that he, almighty God, is faithful to forgive our sins. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. You see, saints, the, the, the battle is in our minds. Because I know, you know that God has, he's not a man that he should lie. And he's forgiven us no matter how great that, that degree of sin is. But the enemy wants to lie to you. And he's whispering in our ears. He doesn't want you to forget anything. You know, he says, well, remember you did that and, and you did this. And just like Jesus told him, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. You see, saints, we have to start knowing who we are in Christ and what he did for us on the cross. Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus died on the cross. He shed his blood for our sins, and there's no more remembrance of sin. The Bible says as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his, is his mercy towards us. And as far as the east is from the west, so far has he forgiven our, our transgressions. It's done with, saints. It's time to move forward. It's time to now start consecrating ourselves to the Lord. Amen? Amen. If we say, verse 8, he says, if we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth's not in If I say, I'm not sinning. <laughs> no, 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 no. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. So saints... Our sin issue is over with. You know what Jesus told the, the, disciple, the, the young man when he was paralyzed and he said, get up and walk? He said, sin no more. 
And that's what the Lord's telling us today, saints, is he's cleansed you. I've forgiven you. You are my, when I see you, you are the righteousness of Christ in you. Sin no more. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and you know, I'm going to go into verse 6. And this is what I want to share with you. Now, King Hezekiah, he says, For our fathers have trespassed and done evil in the eyes of the Lord, our God. They have forsaken him, have turned their faces away from the dwelling place of the Lord, and turned their backs on him. King Hezekiah is confessing the sins of the nation, his father. You know, saints, let me tell you something. We, we, sometimes we have our fathers in the past, our great-grandfathers, our, their ancestors, and, and they sinned, they, they cursed. And, and it, those sins were like on us. Sometimes that's why you say, oh, they're, they're just like their father. You know, that's a curse. Amen? So we pray... Lord, forgive us of the sins of our fathers and our forefathers. You see, we ask God to forgive us of those sins because that curse, when you receive Christ in your life, is done. It has no part of you. It's finished. So King Hezekiah, he's, 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 uh, he's testifying he's, uh, of, the, of the sins of, of his fathers, of the nation. In verse 7, he says, they have shut up the doors of the vestibule or the tabernacle, put out the lamps and have not burned incense or offered burnt offerings in the holy place to the God of Israel. This is a, a picture of a, of a backslidden person. Someone that once served the Lord and he says he's shut the door. He doesn't want to hear nothing about God. He's closed his ears to it. He doesn't want you to talk to him about the Lord. His, his heart is hard. He's put out the lamps. No more oil. No more anointing, the presence of God. He's, he doesn't have the anointing on him. He doesn't, he, he's not walking in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Holy Spirit. Jesus told the, the ten virgins to, to fill their, their vessels with oil. But what does it say? Five were, were, were full of the oil and the other five were not. And when the time came, they asked those with oil to, to, to share some oil. He said, no. Saints, we need to be filled with the oil. The oil is the presence of God, the anointing of God, being ready to do good works for the Lord. That's the oil of God. He says right here, and have not burned incense or burnt offerings in the holy place of the God of Israel. No prayer. No prayer unto God. Apostle Michael said that, that he, the Lord showed him at that whirlwind right now. And, and, it was, and the Lord was looking at it and he, he just grabbed it and, and smelled it. Because our prayers, your prayers are significant to God. He hears them. He moves on them. Saints, he's not deaf, and he hears those prayers, and he welcomes them. God fights for you. God fights for me. He fights for all of us. We are his children, and when our hearts are hard, are hard and we close our, our, our hearts to the Lord, our doors to the Lord, we're not full of oil. That, that's a picture of a backslidden saint or a, or a person, and God 
wants us to reconcile ourselves. He wants to, to return, to repent, and come back to him. Amen? Amen. In verse 8. These are the consequences, saints, of not serving the Lord. Therefore, the wrath of the Lord fell upon Judah and Jerusalem, and he was given, and he has given them up <clears throat> to trouble, to desolation, and to jeering, as you see with your eyes. Sometimes this nation, saints, this nation has turned its back on the Lord. I don't want to get into politics, but it's, it's a truth. You know, the last year they tried to shut our doors. They tried to say we weren't, the church wasn't important. You know, but God, Almighty God, he had his way, amen. The Lord opened the doors. He's fighting for us, saints. He's fighting for you and me. Hallelujah. But there's consequences. We go through trouble. In Proverbs, if, brother, if you can pop that up, Proverbs 29, verse 2 and 4. It says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. See, there's a lot of, uh, when, we, when we groan, it's the oppression. The enemy wants to bring fear on his people. He tries to keep us from prospering. He, it's oppression. This battle we fight, saints, it's not a man. It's, the, it's, it's, it's against principalities and powers. We need to understand that. And God has given each one of us authority to bind the works of the enemy. Amen. In verse 4, it says, The king establishes the land by justice, but he who receives bribes overthrow it. And that's what's happening. Amen. Let's keep going here. I, 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 this is what, what the Lord was showing me. And I want to share you the spiritual part, what, what he's showing me. Amen. And I, want to, and I love sharing this with, with the brethren. I really do. I, I love this. For in, in verse 9, for indeed, because of this, our fathers have fallen by the sword. They've died. And our sons and our daughters and wives are in captivity. You see, there's, there's consequences when, when uh, those in authority are not serving the Lord. And they have their own agendas. Our family members, our fathers before us, the things that they did had brought uh, Curses, I guess, like to our, our, our families. You know, that's why we see sometimes people, you know, their alcoholism. It runs in, in, the, in the family in generations. You know, gambling, lying, uh, adulteries, all, all this stuff. It, those are curses. But Jesus broke the curse. Cursed is he who hangs on the tree that the blessings of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles. That's us. We received the blessing of Abraham. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, they're, they're in captivity. Verse 10. Now it's in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel and his fierce wrath may turn away from us. What a great king Hezekiah was. He had the heart of God. His father was Ahaz, I think of what it was, and he was an evil ruler. And I encourage you to look back at chapter 28 and see how evil he was. But he was, a, he was an evil king. But Hezekiah had the heart of God. He had the heart of, of, of his father David. So that the wrath of God would turn from us. You see, that's what people want. 
you know, people, we, we want to live a happy life. We want to be able to work and, and, and feed our children. And, and you know, we want a happy, a happy nation and all that. In verse 11, he says, My sons, do not be negligent now, from the Lord has chosen you to stand before him, to serve him, and that you should minister to him and burn incense. God has called each one of you here. As I point my hand, those of you on live stream, it's not strange, but God has chosen you to serve him. It's been appointed. I, I, I love this. He says, be not negligent. Don't be, neg don't be reckless. God's called you. Don't put it aside as nothing or something small. This is very important. God has called you. He says, don't be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him. You see, saints, when people come and they're, in, they're, in, they're, in, they're hurting, they're scared, they're going to come to you. And they're going to ask of you prayer. They're going to ask for you to, to pray for them, you know, for their family members. They're going to ask you. And only you can stand before God because they're still in sin. God won't hear them. He says, so he's chosen you to stand before him, to serve him, and that you should minister to him. We're to serve God and, then, and burn incense, our prayers, saints. Here we go again, saints. See, God has called you, each one of us here, to pray, to pray to the Father, and he receives that incense as a sweet-smelling incense. Glory to God. Saints, last, last week, or not last week, but yesterday, it was nice when we had our volunteers here. And I understand that some of uh, the volunteers that helped, we, we, you know, they had made plans. But uh, we are going to have another meeting at the end of this month and, and maybe next, next month. And I encourage you, those that, have, that help and want to help, please come to that meeting because we need you. But what, I'm, what, I'm, what the Lord has given me here is he's chosen you to serve him. You know, when, when, when they gathered together yesterday, we all gathered together. I don't know what they do. Some of them could be, could be a doctors. They could have been lawyers. They could have had a degree in ministry, you know. I mean, I don't know. But when they came, they came to serve the Lord. That's what we're coming here, saints, to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to share something. This is what the Lord gave me. Apostle Michael, when he first started in Genesis Up Room, and, and, and uh, Prophet uh, Rita uh, Felix said to go clean the, the, the toilets. <laughs> apostle Michael was cleaning toilets. You see, even though he wasn't called an apostle, amen, but God knew he was an apostle. And here's the apostle of the house of Genesis Upper Room. He's cleaning the toilets. I, and the reason I say that, and I'm going to give you a background on that is because when Abraham offered an offering to, to Melchizedek, he says that the Levites, even though they weren't born yet, they gave unto the Lord. Even the Levites had to give a tithe. So here's Apostle Michael on his hands and knees cleaning. And, I, you know, I don't mean that to boast, you know, to brag about him or to put him to embarrass him. But, but see, that's how the Lord sees us. He sees you already as he calls you. He has a position for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't say anything or none of us said, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. That's below me. No, we come to serve the living God. 
He's real. He's alive, saints. He's here right now, and he loves you. Amen? And we can use more volunteers. I don't want to burn out the ones I got. <laughs> so we need your help. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pray you have ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Hallelujah. I hope that God deepened you. Verse 12, then these Levites arose. Uh, okay, we're going to skip that right there because I want to go to verse 15. And they gathered their brethren and sanctified themselves and went according to the commandment of the king at the words of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. This is God's call to us to cleanse ourselves, to purify us, to have, to have a consecration unto him. This is what he's calling us to. To cleanse the house. He's talking again. He's not talking about a building. He's talking about our lives. And I want to share something real quick. My daughter, we she just bought a house in Modesto. They they bought their first house. And as we went into this house, there was a lot of smoke in the walls. And opened the cabinets and there's smoke in the cabinet. They were burning incense. You see, just like when we go into our new home or a hotel, we, we cleanse that room. We cleanse that house so that those spirits do not attach themselves to us. And, and that's what we did. We, we prayed over that house. We cast out every spirit that is not of God. We cast them out. We anointed the doors, the windows, so that the presence of God would come here. How much more are we more valuable to us? This was just a, a, an example of how God wants us we have to impure to to cleanse of, uh, cleanse ourselves of the impurities. You know our southern borders are open, and all kinds of people are coming through. Amen. And some of these people they're coming with their doctrine, their antichrist spirit. They have evil in their hearts. They want to spread dissension, and 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 so we have to we have to bind those works. You see, those, they're, they're coming to the United States, and they don't know it, but they're coming to, to hear the word of God, to be saved, and take that message back to their, to their country. That's why they're coming. We don't see it yet, but that's why he's coming, and I prophesy that over them in Jesus' name. That's why they're here. They have their agendas, but God has his, his agenda, and his agenda prevails. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is a mighty God. Amen, amen. He's not worried about that. Are you, in, are you enjoying this? Because I'm, I'm excited. Okay, I got all excited, lost my place. 16, then the priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord. That's us going into the presence of God. You see, the veil has been torn. Jesus, when he died on the cross, the tail was rent. It was torn in half. And we have access to go before God the Father. That's each one of us. Then the priest went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it and brought all the debris that was found in the temple of the Lord to the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took it out and carried it to the book Kidron. They got rid of the garbage. That's what we need to do is get rid of that stuff that, that easily besets us, that causes us to sin. 
I love that, that, that verse in the Bible, Jesus says, if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your left hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Well, he's not talking about your arms. <laughs> he's not talking about your body. But there's pornography. I'm going to be real with you. Don't get entangled with it. Pluck it out. Cut it off. Cancel that TV subscription or whatever it is. Don't go there. Pluck it out. If you're a thief, if you're stealing, cut it off. Stop doing it. Go to work. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Michael's turning red. <laughs> oh, my God. Hallelujah. But we, we, we have to cleanse this, this temple. We are an example to the world. We are the light of the world. And we shine brightly on the hill. In verse 17, now they began to sanctify on the first day of the, of the first month. And on the eighth day of the month, they came to the vestibule of the Lord. So they sanctified the house of the Lord in eight days. And in the 16th day of the first month, they finished. God's doing a quick work. He's doing a quick work in our lives. Amen. Then they went to King Hezekiah and said, we've cleansed the, all the house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offerings with all its articles and the table of showbread with all its articles. Moreover, all the articles which King Ahaz in his reign had cast aside in his transgression, we have prepared and sanctified and there, are, and there they are before the altar of the Lord. I want you to take note of that. When the house was closed, and there's people we know in a backslidden state. We're called to go out and minister to them. See, we're preparing them. We're preparing their hearts to receive from God. God loves you. We need to encourage them. We need to pray with them, pray for them, encourage them. This is the, the word of the Lord, to prepare them. And then he says right here, <clears throat> That we have prepared and sanctified. They receive Christ. They've repented. They're turning back to the Lord. They're setting themselves apart for God. This is a picture of, of a, 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 the, the prodigal son. And we have prepared and sanctified. And there, are they, and there they are before the altar of the Lord. They're there praying again. You see, that's what we're called to do. Is to bring them back. Bring them back. Amen? That's what the Lord showed me there. Then King Hezekiah rose early, gathered the rulers of the city, and went up to the house of the Lord. And they brought seven bulls and seven rams, seven lambs and seven male goats for the sin offering, for the kingdom, for the sanctuary, and for Judah. And he commanded the priests, the sons of of Aaron to offer the altar. We're gonna, uh, I'm gonna bypass that because what it is there is they're bringing a great offering, and they're gonna sacrifice these animals to the Lord. The the blood was gonna be applied to them, and and that was a part of cleansing of, of, of coming back to the Lord. And the Bible says that the blood of animals will not will not sanctify us, will not will not heal us, but it's the blood of Christ. He is the sacrificial lamb. He was the scapegoat that died on the cross for all our sin. I encourage you to read this chapter, but take note of that. When they're offering the, the bulls and the animals, it's a picture of Christ, everything he's done. That's why we don't have, for, have to offer any more sacrifices to the Lord. 
He's already paid the price for us. And we need to accept him. We need to return to him. To consecrate fully unto him. Amen. In verse 25, it says, And he stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with stringed instruments, with harps, according to the commandment of David, of Gad, the, the king's seer, and of Nathan, the prophet. For thus was the commandment of the Lord by his prophets. Worship. Worship was in the house. Worship. It's time for us to come back and humble ourselves and worship him. I don't care what you sound like because I'm, I'm worshiping the Lord. Amen? It doesn't matter. We're, 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 we're worshiping. We're humbling ourselves. This is part of the worship is humbling yourself to God. Your tithes and offerings is a part of worshiping because they, they brought the animals. You know, we don't, we don't bring animals to the sanctuary anymore. We just can't do it, so we use money. And, and, and that's what we use. We, we bring our tithes and, and offerings gladly, and the Lord receives them. The Levites stood with the instruments of David and the priests with the trumpets. Then Hezekiah commanded them to offer the burnt offering on the altar. And when the burnt offering began... The song of the Lord also began with the trumpets and with the instruments of David, king of Israel. So all the assembly worshiped, the singers sang, and the trumpets sounded, and all this continued until the burnt offering was finished. I love praise and worship. And we, we need, you know, we need the, 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 the worship team again. I love the sound of trumpets in the, in the sanctuary the symbols. I love it when the, when, the, when the sisters and the brothers dancing up here. That, that's a form of worshiping God. And he sees that, saints. Don't think he don't see it. And when they had finished the offering, the king and all who were present with him bowed and worshiped. Moreover, King Hezekiah, the leaders, commanded the Levites to sing praise to the Lord with the words of David and Asaph. Amen. And so they sang praises with gladness and they bowed their heads and worship. And King Hezekiah answered and said, Now that you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord. You see, this is all part of consecration. This is what this message is about. It's returning back to the Lord, consecrating ourselves, our lives to him. That you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord. Come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings unto the house of the Lord. There's a scripture in the Bible where it says that if you have ought with one, if you have an offense against someone, to leave your offering there and make it right with, with that person you have offense with. We have, maybe we've offended the Lord and we need to return to him. Ask him to forgive us. He's, he, he will forgive you. And then he receives our sacrifice. The fire comes down and it consumes it. So the assembly brought in sacrifices and thank offerings, and as many as were of a willing heart brought burnt offerings. God desires a willing heart. When we give, we give willingly. I know and I know and I know that God's faithful to his word. My wife and I, we, we bring our tithes and offerings, and we give them gladly and joyfully.
And we don't stop just there, and I'm not boasting. But if there's a need, we, we, we try to help. A ministry, we do give. We give joyfully, and God has never uh, failed his word. We've never been in lack. He's always blessing us. And I'm sharing this to encourage you not to be afraid. If God puts it in your heart to give, give and trust him. He's going to do it. He keeps his word. Verse 32, and the number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought was 70 bulls and 100 rams and 200 lambs. And all these were for a burnt offering to the Lord. The consecrated things were 600 bulls and 3,000 sheep. But the priests were too few, so that they could not skin all the burnt offerings. Therefore, their brethren, the Levites, helped them until the work was ended and until the other priests had sanctified themselves. For the Levites were more diligent in sanctifying themselves than the priests. We need help. We need volunteers. I wish, I pray that, uh, maybe I better... But I would love to see everybody here and those of you online coming up and volunteering. It's not a burden. It's a joy. Amen. We had a great time yesterday. There was laughter. There was joy. You know, we were sharing experiences with them. And, and, and it's a great time to come together. And, and we appreciate that. But more importantly, God receives it. Because everything, again, saints, our focus needs to be off of us, off the ministry here, but to God. We're doing it to the Lord. Amen. That's, that's the bottom line. We're doing it unto the Lord. In verse 35, I'm going to close with this, and then we're going to have communion. Also, the burnt offerings were in abundance with the fat of the peace offerings and with the drink offerings for every burnt offering. So the Levites, or so for the service of the house of the Lord was set in order. Then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced that God had prepared the people since the events took place so suddenly. You see, saints, God is doing a quick work. The work, so basically the work is done because Jesus died for us. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's what the word of the Lord gave me tonight, and I love sharing it with you. We're going to take up the tithes. Uh, no, we're going to do the, the, count, the, the communion. So if you can bring the communion out, we'll take up the tithes after the communion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Lord is leading me to pray for those on live stream and those here. If you've turned your back to God and you want to come back, the Lord is saying, come back to me. If you've sinned and, 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 and God wants you to, he, he just confess your sin and he will confess, he will forgive you of your sins. Is there anyone here, right here in this sanctuary and those online that would, would, would like to receive Christ? This is important, saints. This is a very important part unto God. So those online, I, I, I don't know, maybe those, maybe later on somebody will re hear this message. This message is for you. God had you in mind. Maybe you'll hear this message tomorrow or a week from now or a month from now. That word, that anointing is still the same for you. 
And if that's you and you would like to receive Christ, repeat this with me. And that's all of us. So let's just pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And we ask you to forgive us of all our sins. Sins of omission and commission. Those we do willingly and unwillingly. And our secret sins and hidden sins, we ask that you forgive them. We, we declare you Lord over our lives. And we want to serve you in Jesus' name. Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Amen.